I'm investigative reporter Chris Halsney, and this is Interview with Evil, Ted Bundy's FBI Confessions Raw. As a lifelong journalist, I feel like it's my duty, my calling, to release these unredacted recordings of serial killer Ted Bundy confessing to certain murders. The FBI just simply won't hand these out under public records laws. Neither will King County in the state of Washington. A longtime police source wanted me to have these recordings so I could share them with you. They are historic, twisted, sick, but useful if you believe listening to a serial killer's tactics and desires might help stop the next pervert from killing. In this third Raw segment, Bundy quite frankly does a lot of pleading. He whines that his stepson has finally realized that he was a monster and casually dismisses a number of murders as not him. But then again, Bundy is a smooth liar. Well, what I need to know is if I have to fight some more time, I want to know if I have a fighter, what I have to fight about. I know the details of these things are here. And maybe some other people don't have as much to talk about as I do. I don't know. Depends on what they have. Um, so I know about those days, you're talking about three other, how far back in time. I got 74, January 74, July of 74. Are there more within that time frame that I don't know about that they want? Yeah. Yes, there are. And it's, uh, I hear you, Bob. Uh, what I'm trying to do is just to. To, to, to know for my own self what is a demonstration that I'm serious about this. And you have as uh, you have a legitimate need to know it all and you want to and of course you want to start with that which is most uh, obvious that is the identities and numbers and dates and that's important. There's a lot more important stuff and I've never spoken to anybody about this, and I and it's it's uh, uh, you know, uh, and to, to, for me it was a it's a, an important uh, first mission of its kind. Uh, not that I'm asking I'm not asking for a any kind of public service awards, but this, the reality is that uh, that's uh, you know. That's what it was for me. I guess what I need then, we're all eliminating suggestions of rather than me throwing out stuff to you to say, you know, is this what we need to talk about or not? Uh, like the August 8th, if they're only 11, then that's fine. I, I don't want to be in the guest. I mean, I've got girls like in 1971 at WSU, it's uh, been murdered that I'm curious about. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, two stewardesses. Yeah, I can tell you, I can tell you, um, yeah, we can do it that way if you'd like, uh, too. Uh, and it's, uh, maybe in some ways that's easier. I can tell you what, uh, that's, you know, that what I'm not involved in. Uh, you know, if you have, if you have a list of that type, in your head. Mm-hmm. Uh, There's Gallup and Bellingham, the river strangled in 1970. No. Gallup in 1971, Thurston County. No. Not that far back. Nothing that far back. 72. Yeah, I think you once showed me that. No. 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 Which one? No, absolutely not. 
And I, one thing I'd like to do on some of these, I mean, on all of this, if it's possible, and I think it's important. It's important for me. It's important for credibility because there's so much question about my credibility. You know, I would like, I would like to be a polygraph, have a polygraph examination if that can be done. These kinds of things do something to enhance the the credibility of not just, you know, specifics. I mean, of the specifics, of course, but. Of, of uh, my overall account of these things, because uh, I want it to be believable. I just don't want. To, I don't want to get into a, a Henry Lee Lucas kind of deal. Um, I, I, I have precious little going for me now. It, but what I do have is uh, uh, I've got to build some credibility. But uh, yeah, I'm not so. I have no hesitation about uh, talking about things that I have done, no hesitation about telling you about what I haven't done. Okay. So if I tell you something, I may not tell you something, I may not, uh, uh, tell you something right now or every single detail right now, but if I tell you something, you can rely on it. And when I say, yes, I did, or no, I didn't do something, that's the way it is. No, no reason to start now. Sure, I can give you cooperation on. I'll, I'll listen. I know what you're pushing for, and I don't blame you. This is still working. You sort through your litany of cases that go through your mind. You you want to pick. I don't want to get in a position of telling you, but pick one more case other than the the Issaquah, the other two Issaquah cases. I, I don't I, that you want to know about, and we'll talk about it. I just want that you want some cooperation on, and I'll give you one more. I mean, we can talk about one more uh, if that's. If you feel comfortable in doing that, I don't know. Have we got the time frame down of when things started in Washington? Are we talking about? Yep. The time frame is when? 74. 1974. Right. Well, yeah. I mean, the the actual there were there was there were several. Attempts leading up to that in 73, 72, but no murders. Well, do you want to talk? Is that the one you want to talk about? <laughs> yeah. Because the order of things are kind of like She's not. She's not in there. She, I didn't tell you that. That's not the one. No. So now you're talking about probably three others that I am not familiar with. Yeah. Yeah. Are they in King County jurisdiction? 
One is, and, and the others aren't. And that's that's uh, the way it is. Yeah. You want to talk about the events leading up to uh, either he or your first one on the piano? Is there anything we have on the record? Go ahead. What do you have to say? Yeah, well, that's important, and I think that here's what I'll do. I mean, here's what I'd like to do today. Uh, no, but I appreciate any advice I can get. I know. Well, let's talk about it then. Well, Bill, I could corroborate uh, something on virtually every one of these. I mean, uh, almost without a doubt on every one of these, in one way or another. I mean, that's the... the uh, I don't think anybody doubts that, uh, that I've done some bad things. Uh, the question is what, of course, and, and how, and, and maybe even most importantly, why. Um, and... Uh, I, I'm not. Well, most of the people that are coming in here to, you know, as far as the law enforcement people, are looking at which cases are you talking about, what can you help us with, and finding other bodies. Mm -hmm. There's any other uh, physical evidence out there, like bicycles, clothes, backpacks. What, what happened to that kind of stuff? Yeah. Right. And law enforcement is definitely one of the primary interested parties here, but not the only one. I think they represent many people, and, 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 and rightly so, those who have the, the, the legitimate kind of interests here, but the, there are other interests. I asked you, you know, what do you want to say? 
start, you need to know, so I told you, and then you started. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The idea is move on to another one. Sure. Well, I know, I know what you're... You think for me to do, but I, I know. that's in your order of things. Well, no, but I, you know, I, we got a little bit... See, I hadn't, to be honest with you, this morning when I wrote down this, 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 I, this outline of mine, I hadn't fully intended to talk any specifics at, today. Uh, what I wanted to do was sort of set out some ground rules and get you to understand where I'm coming from, what I'm looking for. Okay. Now, uh, earlier today, it was made known to me that, uh, well, I received some information, and uh, it became clear that it would be in my best interest to talk about us about specifics to show my good faith. And, and at that time, we were talking about Colorado to begin with, and maybe Utah. To let the authorities in each of those states know that this is not any kind of game, but that we have to have more, and I can't put myself in the corner of going through the, the what I consider to be just the the factual high points, and we're missing a lot of the stuff in between. Uh, you know, I'm make no bones about it. I am looking for an opportunity to tell the story as best I can in the way that makes sense to me and the way that will help not just you or the families, but that's very important, but also to help my own family. You see, I saw the look in my stepson's eyes yesterday after he had been told for the first time that, you see, he's always believed in his heart. I mean, he always wanted to believe that I had never done anything like this. As hard as it may be for you to believe that, there are people who do believe that, and there are people close to me who believe that. And to see the look in his eyes uh, confirmed my worst fears. See, he says, could you, he was he was just absolutely astounded. He couldn't understand. And he was writing me questions, just furiously writing questions. I could see that, you know, that he was, you know, how really bewildered he was. And I need to give him a chance to know and others a chance to know what was really going on, what it was really like for me. Well, I think that a lot of that is going to come out with each stage we go through. Well, this is true. And if you want to start first with how you want to start out and go with it, go ahead and do it. Well, I, what I wanted to do was to, what I wanted to show, do with you is something we haven't done before and which is talk about something very specific. This is something I've held, uh, God forbid, but I've held for all these many years, 15 years or so. And uh, I think I, I'm glad we started with that particular individual, uh, victim, case, because it was one of the unidentified ones, more or less. If you went on, you know, in, in some, uh, I think you had your suspicions, obvious and very strong uh, suspicions. But so we, we start with a case which I think kind of demonstrates or, or exemplifies what we're trying to do. What, what kind of information I have? I have more. I intend to talk to Colorado authorities about. One of the, their cases uh, that were remains have, have, where they found nothing, absolutely nothing, and where they they can. And the same with Utah. Is there any Washington cases that are like that? You mentioned Manson, possibly Terry. Yeah. I think there may be only one though. Well, that is. That is, and that certainly is. How about the location? Well, uh, all this 
all this must come out and will come out. What I need is a chance to do it. That's right. That's 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 exactly true. Oh, nothing, nothing. I mean, I could tell you exactly where some clothing was thrown, but you're not going to find anything after all that time. Not along I-90 or anywhere else. Maybe we could find. I don't know where it is, but you know, the one I was thinking about is a bicycle. We've never found Janice Ives' bicycle. Yeah. No, I know. Uh, I know what you mean. Yeah. So, if that's some place, we can find that. If it is the bottom of Lake Washington. No. No, it's not. I don't think so. But see, those are the type of events that, that we can go through with each case, because I'm trying to discover as we go along just how much you really have that we can use. Sure. Uh, from a factual standpoint. But, you know, the reason why... To me, the why never caught anybody. So, cops and their mentality think of what and where and when and who. You know. And so, we're kind of stuck with you wanting why, and maybe the case of William here will help that out a lot more than with me. But, uh, well, the why. yeah, well, I don't, I'm not trying to, I don't, I'm not trying to convince you. Bob, that you should be interested in the why if you're not. Uh, I, I think there are a lot of people who are. I know I am, uh, and I think a lot of people are interested in why. People constantly come up to me and they said, would, would, will ask me why. Uh, 
I mean, it baffles people. And I mean, they're not law enforcement folks. And I don't think you really mean that the Y never caught anybody. Because understanding the people you run after, you're after is, is, is sometimes 90% of, 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 of finding them. Okay, and that's what you're trying to do with the Green River guy, and uh, more power to you. But I think why is important to a certain degree. I'm not saying that's we're going to uh, we're going to uh, make any tremendous breakthroughs here. That I'm some kind of different creature, uh, but I think I have ability to articulate what was going on inside me a lot better than a lot of other people in a way that maybe people can understand. But again, we'll get back to it. May or may not benefit you. To, to put it together into how this evolved year by year to the first incident, to the second, to the third, what happened before, during, after, in my own mind, what was inflaming me, what was inciting me, what was terrifying me, all those things. I mean, this is not an, by any means an attempt to gain sympathy. It's simply an attempt to understand. And it would help me. It would help, most importantly, my family. It's not worth it to me, really, to in the short run, reawaken all these bad feelings and all this hurt and all this anger in a firestorm of publicity, just to, which would hurt my family, without any kind of compensating ability to help them understand. And that's what's, and that's a major consideration for me. And it's, I mean, my feeling is if we do it right, I do it right, or I don't do it really at all. Okay, how is right for you then? What do you want to do? Well, we've we've got 45 minutes left. We've got 45 minutes left, and uh, you know, and also I haven't spoken to Bill at all. I mean, I, I don't know, but, but. Bill's got the time with you tomorrow. Okay. All right. Well. I need the opportunity to go over all the cases with you and with others who are experts in the field of serial homicide and to piece it together, the hard data, the crime scenes, the psychological stuff, everything. And we can't do that in 45 minutes, and we can't do that in two days. Not because there's more people involved than just you. There's more obviously, you know, there's more states, more jurisdictions. And, and so, uh, I mean, we don't have everybody scheduled right now to, to just sort of for me to give them a demonstration of good faith. We only really have tomorrow and Sunday. Monday is basically just going to be for family. It could be the last day. So. Well, because they're going to be asking the very same questions that I am. The other people coming in. I know. Sure, they are. Well, here's. Let me give you an example. I won't give you specifics, right? Well, I. Representative of the Attorney General's office in one of the states got in touch. Uh, with a friend of mine. And he said, listen, uh, we we know we, we, that Bundy has a lot of things to talk about that happened in our state. We know we don't have enough time to really get into all that before Tuesday. Give us one thing, one tangible thing, and our attorney general and our governor will go and, and do what they can to convince Florida to give us the time to do it right, to talk, to, to, to develop this information, to find whatever needs to be found. And they're committed to that. And they're not asking for everything. They just, we just want a demonstration of good faith, one hard thing to go on. And that's basically, that's basically my thinking at this point. So that state's not watching Colorado. And you guess the hard thing is to locate the body. Well, that was the that was the thinking. That was what came off the top 
there. It's not just Colorado. It's Utah and Idaho and other places. So how do you want to treat the next, you know, the times you're with me? Well, what are we, are we scheduled again? I didn't know we were scheduled again. I've noticed that there are, I asked about nighttime visits. I don't know what the policy is. They're trying to, yeah, they, they decide to leave the night, the nights open because, uh, you know, I'm, uh, this is exhausting for me. I mean, I, uh, not just this, but the whole Death Watch thing. I mean, there's a lot going. That's that's another complicating factor. There's a lot more going on with me than than this. This is a, this is why Death Watch complicates this, our ability to really for me to really focus on this. But I'm because I'm uh, thinking about family, thinking about the legal situation. Uh, again, I'm not asking for sympathy. That's just the way it is, Bob. Well, I understand. I'm just wondering, since I don't have any more time, uh, what would be the best thing to do between now and then? Now, I've been told that the possibility that I could get more time comes from you. I'm investigative reporter Chris Halsney, and this is Interview with Evil, Ted Bundy's FBI Confessions Raw. This is the fourth unredacted installment of Ted Bundy speaking with King County Detective Bob Keppel and FBI criminal profiler Bill Hagemeyer. It was just a few days before Bundy was put to death for killing two sorority sisters at Florida State University and a 12-year-old girl. Bundy is familiar with Keppel, having spoken with him a number of times previously. In this segment, Bundy gives an impassioned speech in an attempt to save himself. He's promising to reveal details on 11 murders in Washington State and Oregon, and in return, Keppel needs to go to bat for Bundy to stop or delay his evening strapped to old Sparky. Testing one, two, three, four, five, six. What's the Attorney General of Washington willing to do? Willing to do? Anything? Who is he? Who is the Attorney General these days? Ken Eikenberry. Good old Ken Eikenberry. He's a Republican. That's right. Imagine what he said already. Yeah. He said we're not going to stop any extension up for anyone. Mm-hmm. However, the Democratic governor, I don't know about. I mean, those two don't get along. So. Uh, the law enforcement agencies in our state are waiting to hear back. Just a second. Yes. Well, I can. We've been discussing the fact that you've been focusing mainly, in, at least in your reactions. I mean, you, you went thoroughly through one particular case fairly well. Yep. And although there's extra little things that are tough for you to talk about, but the reality is that once we get to talking about another one and another one, uh, your 
You're thinking more about the Colorado cases and no, I'm not. behind that than dealing with me. No, I'm not. I, I, I'm telling you, I'm not, I'm not treating you, wouldn't treat you any differently. And I'm not holding you hostage, Bob. It sounds like that from what you've explained all through the past couple of hours is that maybe we should start with yourself way back when. I mean, well, whenever you wanted to start off life and start talking us through it. <laughs> and getting up to, maybe we might get to 1974, 75, but your main interest is in making sure that people and humanity and, and uh, those that deal with this know about the reasons for this activity and what goes on during the physical things that people can pick up on when you know somebody's life's going astray and things and maybe that's that's probably the most important thing to society more so than the cops i know but And if that happens to lead up and talk through some of the facts and cases that go along in the history of that conversation, maybe that's the type of atmosphere that you would be. That's the kind of atmosphere where I would be able to give it to you at least in, an, in a verbal form, like it was not the bits and pieces. What we're doing is taking stuff out of context. And I know you have a narrow focus, of, you have a narrow focus given your law enforcement and, uh, perspective. And that's important for what you do. It's important that those questions be answered, but it's important for me that those questions be answered in context uh, for any number of reasons, but uh, I, I won't, but, Perhaps the most important reason for my own family, so that they understand it. But if they're only they're only getting part of the story, they're only getting the worst stuff. You know how you know what's going to happen if and when all this stuff goes public. If all we did was just hit the who's and the when's and and the body count, that's I mean it's it's just going to it's just going to be a, it's going to be bad enough as it is. Uh, and I and I don't mind that as long as we have. Hmm? We're here to represent one factor of the body count or whatever it is. You know, I, I, I personally, in the police and law enforcement, uh, we have an interest in knowing about the historical background. Right. And, but, you know, I don't know, you, you've talked probably on the other side of the wall to more cops than I have. My thinking is that the way to confirm things with cops is just to tell a guy the truth about it. That's right. Get it over with and you got it. That's the way it is. I know that. I know that. The manner in which these interviews are organized, it's all cop-oriented. Well, that's too bad. Uh, that's the way Somebody else, and then the time's up, maybe we can reorganize. Good point. understand what in the world, uh, you know, the facts really are. Right? Well, that needs to be done. Uh, you, you, I think you do see it. Whether you like it or agree with it or not, maybe something else again. I mean, what are you going to tell a guy from Idaho that comes in? He wasn't even aware that there was a murder. Yeah. Well, I don't think, do we have it that set up yet? Well, see, when I called him first to tell him to come in, I said, you know, this might be a surprise to you, but he wants you down here. The guy from Idaho. Yeah. He was totally unaware. You're going to have to tell him. He doesn't know how to move you. All right. We've got 20 minutes. I, 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 we, we, I don't feel like we're, we've we've achieved we've, we've accomplished something here, but I don't feel like we've really joined heads on this thing. Um, I don't know what you want to do. I know you've been on on this case, so to speak, the Bundy case, for a long time. 
I know that you must have some deep-seated feelings about it. I don't want to make too many assumptions, but here's what comes down to to me. Uh, I want the truth, the truth that it's going to help be helpful to you, but the broader truth that has a, a wider application. That's my bottom line. There's just no way it can be done under these circumstances for this amount of time, and that's the way it is. I'm not holding you hostage. If you don't want to do anything with it, you're free to walk away. If you can put your heads together with these other law enforcement people and think of any way, I'm not asking for clemency. I'm not asking to get off. Um, I'm not asking for sympathy. But I, I draw the line. I, we need a period of time, you know, 60, 90 days, a few months, systematically going over with everybody, bottom to top, everything I can think of. Get it all down. You can use it as you see fit. But th that's how it is. Uh, now, if you can see a way, uh, I know you're... You're limited in what you can do. Uh, you've got your job and your political considerations and all that, and your boss apparently has uh, taken a position against this. But all I can tell you is when you go out and talk to those other people, you can tell them this. Yes, I'm only going to give you part of it. I'll give you something substantial right now to show you that my head is in the right place. But I'm, I, I will not be in the, put myself in position of giving it all away and not getting the kind of result that I think is best for my people and and I think for society in general. But let's just stick, I don't want to sound like I'm too altruistic here. That is a consideration. But I am concerned about my own people. Bob, uh, they're going to get me sooner or later. Uh, <laughs> You don't need to worry about that. But you've been after this for 15 years. A couple months is not going to make any difference. That's what I have to say. I think essentially you're right. And as a person, okay, you know, knowing what I know today, I'd like to keep you alive forever so we could really go over the whole thing with you. That's what I'd like to do as a person inside me. Okay. Well, I know I'm not saying necessarily that you are, but I mean that you must you have got to have some interest in justice, I suppose, whatever your definition of that is. All I'm saying is, if that is there is any worry on anybody's part, whether it's yours or your boss's or anybody else, I uh, what what uh, what what. Uh, What I would like to help people understand is if it's justice, whatever that means they're after, they can get a lot more justice in a couple months 
than they can right now. And they can help a lot more people in a couple months than they're going to help right now. And they're not going to be doing a thing for me other than giving me a chance to tell the story. Um, I, I mean, I'm repeating myself, but I've, I've I, I, uh, I have no one but myself to blame about it. I, I realize that, and I, and I take full responsibility for it. I, I procrastinated. I waited too long, and I, I don't want to go into long rationale or that long story about, you know, all the things that, you know, put me in a position of waiting this long. Believe me, on many occasions prior to today, prior to early this week, I had seriously asked for people represent me to take this approach long before this warrant was signed and they steadfastly opposed it and, and, and all but demanded that we stick with the conventional legal approach and perhaps last February when I virtually begged them to go this way we had gone this way and maybe we wouldn't be in the we wouldn't be in the position we are today I'm pretty sure yeah, I, I realize, Bob, we're, we're uh, I am whistling against the wind right now. The, the politics are, are pretty heavy-duty out there. And uh, folks have made up their minds, the, the people in power, a lot of them. And uh, I don't know if this is going to work. And if it doesn't, it's going to be too bad for everybody loses. That's all. Talking about a system that's oriented toward... I know. There probably there's no way I can leave here today and gather up these people and come up with some plan of action about the interview of Ted Bundy. All I could ever expect when I heard that I had two and a half hours, you know, fifteen years out of two and a half hours is nothing. Sure. Let me uh, ask you this again. I know you, you, the position you're in, but law enforcement in the past has been somewhat, uh, they've not been shy. I remember years ago about holding conferences and getting together and swapping ideas and what is Ted Bundy really like and drawing diagrams on the wall and uh, coming out with statements to the press about what they, they think Bundy's about. You know, law enforcement has an interest here. Society has an interest. Families have an interest, etc. Uh, is is uh, the politics such that it, it's 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 just not possible for you and and others in a similar position to sit down this weekend, somehow uh, sit down this weekend together with a cross section of interested parties? Try to get everybody in the same room. You know how this stuff goes. It's a tower of Babel right now. Everybody talking over uh, over the, through the news media and over the telephone. Nobody really getting together to find out, well, what do we really stand to gain? What do we lose? I mean, well, what's going on here? And 
and, and see if a consensus of some kind can be hammered out without anybody having to stand out there alone, without Bob Keppel risking the wrath of his boss or anybody else. Uh, uh, everybody standing together and saying, you know, we're not for Ted Bundy, the son of a bitch, you know, or whatever, but we are for finding out, and we think it's not unreasonable that, that, that this will come to pass because we have received some, indi some strong indications that he's has opened up in a way he never has before. Do you hear what I'm saying? There's going to be a lot of police. Whether I call them in here or not, they, most of them would be here, don't you think? A lot of them would be here. Uh, uh, waiting in the wings. I, I know they have before. If we can get, or if you can get, if somebody can get everybody in a room, and you say, this is what I know. I mean, I'm not Ted Bundy's advocate. I'm an advocate of Washington State's interests. I'm an advocate of Colorado's interests. I'm an advocate of the Attorney General of Florida's interests. And these, this is what we think. What's, what's, what's at stake? Uh, what are we looking at? Uh, is he trying to bullshit us? Is he you know, trying to manipulate us? Or is he serious? Will he give us what we want? And can we justify this politically by saying we're getting this and we're still going to be able to execute him anyway? And coming up, again, with a kind of consensus that the public respects and the politicians respect. Because you say, well, what, what do politicians have to gain, I mean, in this law, in this law and order atmosphere? Well, part of the, one of the, 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 the calling cards of today's politicians, these, today's compassionate politicians, is their deep respect for families. Uh, okay, I'm, I'm, would sound hypocritical if, I would have said anything about the families of these individuals, given all the years I haven't said anything. But the fact of the matter is, they still do count. They're still out there. They still deserve to find their people. They can find their people. I can tell them how to find their people. It's up to the politicians to give me a chance, and that's the bottom line. And if they don't give me the chance, which I will take advantage of if I am given to have the chance, if I am given the chance, they will give, they will be able to help those families there so they so righteously talk about all the time and still get me. Well, it sounds to me like, you know, they have everything to gain, nothing to lose. Um, think about the predicament. I mean, again, I, I know that I'll, I know that it's going to occur to you, and I know that the, the accusations have been made that I'm manipulating families, but the reality is they're out there. I, you know, they're, they're there. If we didn't talk about them, they'd still be there. Uh, there are a handful, several dozen probably, families, mothers, and you know, you know, you've seen it firsthand, and I'm sure you probably don't like me talking about it, but I'm going to talk about it. I will tell you and your fellow law enforcement officers everything I can to locate the remains of a number of people in your state and elsewhere. And I can do that, and uh, these are these are this can be done. There are some of these people who don't even know that I'm involved. That is, these family members. I'm killed. They're doubly deprived. They don't even get the sense of satisfaction that they killed the they executed the guy who who did it to their their child. This way, they 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 get both the knowledge the remains of their, their, their loved ones and that satisfaction of some justice being done without it. That's what it comes down to, really. I didn't, you know, I, I put myself in this position, uh, and, but that's where we're at. That's one of the places we're at. We're also at a juncture where you as a law enforcement officer want a lot of, you want something, you, you want facts, which you're entitled to, which you need, and I recognize that. But there's more involved in that, and you know that, too. And while I don't expect you to be a spokesman for me or for social science, let's get down to some to, to, to the practicalities of, of what can be done. Uh, I, I know that you as a law enforcement person, as a human being, are interested in families. Uh, you're interested in solving crimes. You're interested in preventing future crimes. And what I have to say goes to a lot of that. And I think I need to tell you that, but can't, I, can't, we get people in the same room and talk about this stuff rationally instead of taking rhetorical stands in the news media. 
they're going to be here. Think about it. Now, I know we're one thing My problem is they want their That's good enough. You know, if you... I can't go out 
and risk my employment by uh, telling Governor Martinez he's full of shit. No. Okay? I no. can't do anything like that. And I don't think you asked me to do that. No. No, but think about what we've done here today and what's left to do. We're out of time. I need. A, I want a couple minutes with Bill. I mean, before you go, uh, Diane will be in touch with you, and we'll try to see what, if anything, can be put together that's something you you're comfortable with. We had an initial understanding about confidentiality uh, for the time being. You know, uh, for the next few days, anyway. Uh, Mike and okay, I'll be just, there, no, just. But I'm obligated. And if you and uh, to ask you, however, to feel free to venture your conclusions and opinions about the meeting to other law enforcement officers, if you feel that's warranted or appropriate. Mm -hmm. And then, uh, you know, uh, ultimately, of course, you will use this information as uh, best you can, limited though it is. There, he, there were some other people coming with him. I think somebody from Vail, Colorado. Yeah. Nobody. I don't think it was from Grand Junction, but I'm not sure. Well, some of it, is, I can, I think that that could be some of that could be worked out. The, the prison. Authorities have intentionally scheduled only for daytime because, again, because of the activity during the day plus all the, uh, you know, the, the the stresses and limitations of death watch. Uh, you know, by the time of seven eight o'clock rolls around, I'm I've about had it. You know, I'm just really not functioning too well. So, I, and. Uh, as as a last resort, that could be worked on. Except, of course, Monday night. That that's out of the question. Sunday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday night. Well, you're Diana knows where you're staying. Okay. Right. Okay. Well, you'll find she'll find out. So I'll be in touch with you through her. Probably. Who? Uh, Decker? Decker or Turner? There, are, those are the two. Okay. Uh, Turner, Turner, you'll find out. Turner is the one who's called. He's the assistant superintendent for uh, operations. He he is the man. He calls all the shots. Oh, that's right. Decker's taking his place. That's right. You're right. So, yeah, okay. If you want to hear raw, unredacted versions of Bundy's FBI confessional recordings, I have a couple of options for you. Sign up for our Patreon account and get exclusive access to rare audio files, photos, and other case file documents. Now, Patreon had Interview with Evil blocked from searches for the past few weeks after labeling the content adult only. But after a few appeals, Patreon has unblocked our account so you can see and hear what we consider valuable news and public record. Now secondly, and quite frankly a lot cooler way to listen to Bundy without interruption, is to download a new augmented reality app called Crime Door. 
you'll be able to immerse yourself into about 500 real crime scenes through AR technology. It allows you to enter a portal, a door, into the very moment of iconic crimes, such as John JonBenet Ramsey's tragic murder and the mysterious death of Nicole Brown Simpson. And coming soon, you'll be able to step inside Bundy's kidnapping of University of Washington freshman Georgianne Hawkins. You can listen to Bundy's voice as he describes how he plotted to take the girl, then kill and dismember her, while watching the kidnapping scene unfold in amazingly accurate detail. These AR creators want to raise awareness, help law enforcement, and promote amateur detective work. I mean, catching killers in cold case crimes is their ultimate goal, no matter how many years the crimes have gone unsolved. Download Crime Door today. <laughs>